Good morning, everyone. Very, very warm welcome to today's early morning trade plan. Uh, now, today is, of course, Monday, the 14th of March. I had to just double check the date to make sure I've got the right month because this this year is, seems to be flying by um, really quickly. Uh, so good morning, those of you that are joining us live um, for this broadcast and also those of you that are perhaps joining us via one of our podcasts. Uh, good to have you with us. So the really the, the the whole point behind this particular session is for you to be to sort of take 15 20 minutes prior to uh, the trading session just so that you can prepare yourselves as best as you possibly can for today's trading opportunities so without further ado let's start with our risk warning currently up on screen for those of you uh, joining us live um good morning everyone uh so just be very mindful of the risks involved in trading financial markets. It's something that often um, perhaps new or perhaps more inexperienced traders will consider probably further down the line. Uh, it's really something that should be considered from the outset. So if you understand your exposure, you can then make decisions accordingly. Uh, so many, many traders are unable to do that. Okay, so as a quick introduction, what do all profitable traders need to consider each and every time you get to your trading desks? You need to make some decisions which markets are you looking to trade. It sounds like a common sense decision, um, but what you don't want to be doing is catching a market, sort of making a move, and then you jumping to it and jumping into it without really giving it much thought. Um, so trade selection is really, really important. Plus, it, it kind of indicates to you, if you do your analysis regarding trade selection, it indicates to you um, where the moves are likely to develop. What sort of phase are these markets in? Are they, are they trending? Um, are they reversing? Are they consolidating? Um, and if you could do that analysis properly, that will really help you accordingly. Because we have a different approach, whether it's trending, we have a different approach, whether it's consolidating uh, for that reason. Um, and then, of course, once you decide and make your trade selection, uh, we need to determine uh, where to enter these markets, where to exit. Um, how do you manage risk, hopefully, prior to entry? Um, we know there's a lot of people out there that, have, that are advocates of trading without, um, without stop losses. Uh, we're not one of them. We want to protect your capital. Uh, as much as make it grow over time. Um, how to manage each individual trade. Do you need to make some decisions regarding that? Um, and also trading psychology. Um, we all have our own mindset and um, keeping your feet on the floor and not getting too excited when you when you experience back-to-back -back winners uh, and don't, don't create that Superman effect where you're just invincible. Um, that's kind of a, a nonsense emotion, but it's something that, you know, traders do feel um, and keep your feet on the floor. Even if you take a, a few back to back losing trades, you just want to try and stay stable uh, and look for that next opportunity. Okay. So um, we discuss these considerations in our live trade rooms every single day. We trade the US, uh, the European open and the U S open every day. So hopefully you can join us for that. And we're strong advocates of being consistent in what we look for. Now, one of the means, one of the ways in which we can remain consistent is that, we don't always get market conditions that are that suitable for us. Um, there's many, many ways to trade these markets. And um, by, by us being consistent, what that means is we're waiting to, for the opportunities that we look for. Not, not every opportunity in every market would be ex exploited. So we've got this um, sort of laser focus on what we're looking to see happen. And we want it to be largely predictable. Um, we don't want these crazy spikes and stuff like that. That doesn't help any trader. 
Uh, be disciplined with your own capital. It's your hard-earned capital. We want you to keep it first, and then we want you to grow it, and then be patient as well. Okay, so let's get straight into it then. Let's start with a review of potential market moving news. Um, good morning, everyone. Uh, it's a nice, sunny, frosty morning uh, here at the moment. So hopefully we're in for a, a decent week. We've had awful weather the last few days. Okay, so you you, you might have noticed we've had some um, sort of variations in, in kind of time shifts and uh, the US and Canada um, they've now uh, ditched, they've now sort of moved uh, forward by one hour to the daylight saving um, to be honest I can't recall when our clocks move um, is it the end of March there might be a, a two week there's normally a two week discrepancy daylight saving I've got a feeling this year it, it's yeah okay so the 27th of March so it is the end of March uh, across Europe so we've got a two uh, we've got a two-week discrepancy then um, if I go back to today's news um, for us to be you know quite mindful um, of you know the the in, as far as news events are concerned and the times of those news events they're gonna slightly shift so a really good example would be Wednesday's um, non um, FOMC news event. Uh, normally seven o'clock. It's now going to be six o'clock because of daylight saving. Um, so do bear that in mind now for the next two weeks. We, we'll we'll reference it on occasion. Okay. So so what do we have to deal with today? Um, I suppose there's a Eurogroup meetings. Um, obviously largely focusing on further sanctions with uh, uh, on Russia and you know the oil crisis and the cost of living and inflation and central bank and all that kind of stuff is going to be sort of discussed you would imagine in some detail um, but we don't really have any major uh, news events to, to deal with today um, what's always useful on a Monday is to just flick through the days and see what we have to deal with so we're going to start hearing from some more central banks this week as well. So on Tuesday, we've got, um, uh, well, what, we, what will actually be published is the monetary policy meeting minutes uh, for the RBA last week. So that's tomorrow in the early hours. Um, we've got economic sentiment going to be really quite important. How, how has the war hit uh, economic sentiment in, uh, in the Eurozone and also in Germany? Uh, that's going to be probably a more important event, perhaps than normal, depending if it's a if it's a strong deviation, which is expected. Um, so we'll have a look at that in some more detail tomorrow morning. Uh, PPI. So last week we had CPI uh, came in seven point nine percent year on year. Um, again, way above the the initial targets for inflation. So it just shows you how far behind the curve. Um, they really are. Uh, yeah, so those PPI numbers will be really quite important. And um, on Wednesday, really the big news of the event is the biggest news event of the whole week, probably the whole month, is the FOMC, uh, which is on Wednesday. So again, at a slightly earlier time. So the markets are pretty much by um, pricing in a 25 basis point increase. So the federal fund rate um, currently less than 0.25 is now moving to uh, less than 0.5%. Uh, 
Um, will we see a shot from that? It's it's probably unlikely. It was something that uh, Jerome Powell was referencing quite clearly when he was testifying there uh, a couple of weeks ago. So no reason for it to be any major deviation. It really, what it did at the time was it gave the markets a green light to just out and out accept a 25 basis point move. Now, do the Fed see conditions to be more challenging to actually increase that? In our opinion, it's, it's clear as day that we should probably be seeing um, a slightly more aggressive rate hike. Um, but it doesn't look like with, with war in mainland Europe, uh, energy crisis and, and lots of sort of cost of living and recession fears, um, it's probably not, um, it's not going to happen probably. Um, so we, we, we'll, we'll get ready for that. Um, we, we'll be hearing from the MPC, uh, the Bank of England, uh, on Thursday. And Friday, we will be finishing fairly, fairly light. So really, the main focus of this week is is around. And obviously, we've got the geopolitical developments as well, which are obviously very, very important in these markets. But um, from a news event perspective, we're looking at central bank monetary policy, um, which is really the, the big game in town. Uh, okay, let's get these charts up then and we'll have a little, we'll have a little look through. Um, so one thing that's really quite useful with markets like this is to determine whether we are in a, a risk on or risk off phase. And what you can see here is broadly speaking since the open. So we had a bit of a, a, a run to the downside late on Friday night. Markets opened, gapped up slightly, but we were virtually in this little sideways pattern. So, um, so where does that leave us from a risk on risk off perspective? Um, it's kind of unknown so far. So we can take this little high here. Um, the, indec the indecision on the daily time frame is pretty much where we're at. Let's see if there's any further clarity across the other uh, US markets. Um, as you can see, really, there, there isn't as of yet, they're kind of bullish engulfing candlesticks. But you can see that there's a potential for, you know, strong support down at these lower levels. So we'll see if that, if those levels maintain. Um, again, really quite tight range. This is your um, NASDAQ. So we looked at the S&P, the Dow Jones, and now the NASDAQ. And they're all trading inside this little tight range. And the problem with these tight ranges is that these markets can can move higher and lower so from a probability perspective there's a little bit of unknown uh with with the quality of the trade setup um if risk if money starts coming into risk then there could be decent opportunities to buy um unfortunately the opposite is also true so we'd um with the FTSE now you can see there's a lot of gapping in these markets over the last few days and um you know, there's kind of a lack of clarity. We are potentially running into strong levels of resistance, uh, which could give us a bit of bit of further selling um, around these current levels. Still a really tough one to call. The DAX, really strong gap to the upside. So we're able to book in, you know, considerable profit down at these lows uh, on Friday evening. The S&P was a really good sell trade on Friday. We, we, we caught the reversal at these highs and we were able to ride it 
close to um, uh, the 42.30 level. So we kicked on a little bit lower, but we did very, very well off those trades in the end. We just had to be really quite patient with the trades. Same situation, strong reversal trade to the downside. Nice move. Um, and just before the markets closed, we were able to close around these lower levels. Uh, again, we just had to be patient. We had to spend a long time just drifting sideways, although the, 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 the bias was very clearly to the downside. Um, so right now, risk is not really helping us too much. We're below that 40,000 level in Bitcoin. Um, so just a lack of clarity now. I mean, it's no major surprise. We Again, we had a very, very volatile week last week. Um, so if you were able to generate profits last week, you've, you've done very, very well. Uh, oil is under further pressure, isn't it? We're, we're in this little sideways pattern. Um, we're in this little zone here. It's certainly not appetizing for a, a potential buy trade just yet. Um, it, it looks actually like it's gonna it's gonna push lower if anything. Again, lack of clarity. Not not too eager to be jumping into it just yet. Um, same situation regarding gold. Uh, a strong move up to twenty thousand and seventy dollar level. Sorry, two thousand and seventy dollars. Um, so over that two thousand dollar level, which is an important level, and we've reversed now back below it. So we only spent a day up at those heights heights um, and then started to reverse pretty instantly again we would probably expect further downside from these levels um, short term so we're really looking at markets which are giving us a bit of lack of clarity really um, so looking at the euro dollar next so we've got these lows, we've got these indecisive candlesticks now so far today. As, as, as emphasis shifts now towards the Fed, um, you'd want to be brave to be trading the dollar without an out conviction. Um, that's why the psychology can shift quite, quite easily from really being quite active and really quite bearish last week. Uh, and the week before, for obvious reasons, that with the dollar strengthening, certainly across the euro and the the, the, the pound. Uh, you can now understand that we might be getting a little bit of a pause around these levels. There's a lot of uncertainty. Um, the, the move to the upside has been exponential, as you can see in, um, in the dollar-yen. Um, so that's been a, a really great move. Um, so look, we've got to do this. Um, we've got to do this. Uh, so dollar yen up at these highs. So really strong breakout there last week. The dollar yen for further continuation. I mean, there's plenty of scope to the upside in this market. Let me just take these highs in here. Um, okay, so bit, still further upside. So we've only, on a weekly time frame, all last week we were, this, this market was rocketing to the upside and we've got a bit of continuation. So 
Um, what we'll do is we'll take uh, take this little high in here. So above the one seventeen fifty three. One one seven. 53. We identified this on Friday morning as well, so we got a really sizable move uh, to the upside. Um, we were just in, we were overexposed across other dollar markets, really, um, which we were happy to stick with. Okay, um, dollar Swiss. Again, it's probably similar to, there's a lot of resistance though up here, which there perhaps isn't. Um, so there's your, so there's your, your, from a price action perspective, we got a, a bullish triangle here, um, potentially above that 9360 level. We should probably just take these out and out highs. So, uh, the 9373. So dollar Swiss, these are against more safe haven countries, um, uh, sorry, currencies, 93.73. We can have a look at that. Elsewhere, is there anything of interest? Far too much consolidation really in, the, in this. The Aussie dollar. So the, the dollar's taken... This is now potentially a, a structural failure trade to the downside, um, technically, but we're running into lots of highs as this market is rolling lower. This is probably a slightly better, better situation. Um, so New Zealand dollar to the downside, we'll take this below the 67.93 so the commodity currency is taking a bit of a pause as well uh, the euro pound just going to step back from that one don't really like that one at all and we're, we're, we're beginning to get this capital just continuing to, to come out of um, the yen pairs so it's got a bit of a, a yen weakness focus to these markets So, euro yen to the upside. We'll we'll take it above um, the one twenty eight forty eight, one twenty eight forty eight. Meaning we can look at this market for some coherent pullbacks. <coughs> okay, that's the. Okay, so we had a bit of a, a bit of a move um since the open last night so 153.40 for the pound yen 153.40 okay so let's put this into our trade plan for the trading day there's there's a quite a strong um focus on on the yen really um you know a lot of that fear and anxiety for now very well looks like it's over the course of the trading day let's say um, looks like it's going to uh, continue to ease. Um, so really, we want to go with momentum. We want to go with price and volume. Uh, and they're currently uh, capitals coming out of the yen. We can quite clearly see that. 
So on Friday, there was kind of mixed market conditions. It was this um, sort of tentative uh, sort of market condition last week. And we had to be really quite patient firstly, um, but be very um, uh, wait accordingly. So, um, so we're looking to the DAX, looking to sell this below. Um, we had a good move in the DAX to the downside. Yeah, US oil has been a bit of a question mark, to be fair. So we had to back off that. The euro dollar, really good sell below um, the 109.77. And the dollar yen, really, really good trade above the 116.20. So let's amend this and then I'll let you guys go. Uh, thanks as always for joining us. Um, at least we've got a. So really, there's, there's a bit of a, a focus on. I'll put the levels in first. Looking to buy above the 117.53. I'll review these at, at the end before I uh, let you guys go. And I'll post it into the chat box. So we'll have a look at the yen. Looking to buy above the 128.48. Right above the one fifty three, fifty three forty. Now we shall just slightly shift over to the the dollar strength aspect of these trades. So looking uh, to buy. And the last trade really is the New Zealand dollar to sell below the 67.93. Okay, so this is our trade plan then. Uh, what I'm going to do, those of you attending live, I'm going to post it into the chat box now so you can take this away with you. And we will be trading live now in just a few seconds or let's say two minutes uh, over in our live trade room in just a second. So, um, yeah, fundamentally, we've still got these markets, mixed market conditions. So there looks like there's a potential for a bit of a turnaround. Uh, we've had some really strong selling kicking in. So there's a bit of a pause. So we can really work with that um, mixed market condition uh, for today's trading with a with a focus on on the yen on yen weakness um, and potentially some uh, some dollar strength. Um, but we're looking at the yen as one of the weaker markets and we're looking at the dollar as one of the stronger markets. So bear that in mind. It's really got a, a dollar strength and yen weakness aspect to these to these markets. So uh, so we're looking to to buy the dollar yen above 117.53. We're looking to buy the euro yen above the 128.48 level. We're looking to buy the pound yen above the 153.40. And then we're looking at some, some more dollar pairs looking to, to buy the dollar Swiss above the 0.9373 level and the New Zealand dollar looking to sell below the 0.6793 level. 
So that's our trade plan for the day. And these markets are going to get our attention. We will continue to monitor uh, risk and see if, if some capital starts to move in that direction. If so, we might look to trade it. But broadly speaking, this is going to get our focus for the trading day. And if we get moves as per expectations in these markets, we're very likely to trade it. So we've prepared our trade plan. Now we're going to spend the day focusing on trying to implement that trade plan. Um, so we're, we're as prepared as we can. Any questions, feel free to post them, guys. Uh, sorry, it's run on just a little bit further. Uh, but we do trade the European Open and the US Open every single day, uh, Monday to Friday. So feel free to join us. Uh, you can just get a, a membership with us from uh, now for just $29 per calendar month. It actually goes as low as $15 a month if you uh, if you take out uh, an annual subscription, for example. So hopefully you'll find it affordable to sort of get a, a decent education in trading. And um, for more information, just go to the live trade room.com and we'll be, um, we'll be happy to uh, answer any questions there through the chat box if you need. So we'll be switching over to the other channel now in just a second. Uh, thanks for joining us as always, guys, those of you attending live. Um, and those of you joining us via podcast, we hope to see you again tomorrow. So from everyone here at the live trade room, take care and we'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.